The time is 9 o'clock, and you are listening to CHMA 106.9 FM. Hello, and welcome to Tanchamar Report on CHMA 106.9 FM and chmafm.com. We're broadcasting from Sackville, New Brunswick, the heart of the Maritimes, on the traditional and unceded lands of the Mi'kmaq people. I'm Erica Butler. It's Thursday, February 22nd. On today's show... I really want everyone to be able to safely view the eclipse. I don't want anybody to feel like they're locked inside because they can't. They don't know how to watch it safely. CHMA dropped by the Gemini Observatory on York Street in Sackville to speak with astronomer Catherine Lufkin about the upcoming total solar eclipse that will be visible all over New Brunswick on April 8th. We'll find out more coming right up, but first, some news and information briefs. Preliminary work is underway to install a new abattoir in the dike beside the Tanchamar River in Sackville's Industrial Park. According to a report in worktimes.com, construction workers were making preparations on Tuesday to install interlocking steel panels designed to block water from getting into the construction site on the river side of the dike. Once the temporary barrier is in place, reports Bruce Wark, workers will drive pipes partway through the dike and then install the abattoir flapper gates that release stormwater at low tide. Town engineer John Eppel told Wark that the first phase of Abotow construction should be finished by the end of March, and he's optimistic that the Provincial Department of Transportation and Infrastructure will come up with the money soon to complete the project. The double-gated Abotow is the final component of Sackville's new flood control system, which has been years in the making. The New Brunswick RCMP says that a three-day traffic enforcement operation on Highway 2 throughout the province resulted in 370 tickets issued and eight vehicles towed away. The operation took place last week from February 15th to 17th, and police say they issued 258 tickets for speeding, 20 tickets for expired registration, and five tickets for vehicles not being insured. Four vehicles were towed and impounded for seven days for speeding in excess of 50 kilometers per hour over the speed limit. The RCMP says the top priority in traffic enforcement operations is limiting the number of dangerous drivers on the roads, and they encourage members of the public to report dangerous drivers by calling 911 with a description of the driver, vehicle, license plate, and direction of travel. Now for today's feature story. April 8th is going to be a special day in New Brunswick, as a rare total solar eclipse darkens the daytime sky. While Sackville won't be in the path of totality for this eclipse, residents do have one distinct advantage for safely observing the event, Mount Allison's Department of Astronomy and the Gemini Observatory. CHMA stopped in this week to meet with Associate Professor Catherine Lovekin and find out more about what to expect on April 8th. My name is Catherine Lovekin, and I am a professor here at in physics at Mount Allison. So we're here at the Mount Allison Gemini Observatory, uh, which is going to be open for the solar eclipse, and we're checking out what the sun looks like today. All right. People may have seen the sign for Gemini Observatory. Um, yeah, tell me what we're looking at in here. What is it? So we're in a little tiny little dome-shaped building. <laughs> yeah, so we're inside uh, one of our two domes. They're both exactly the same, uh, and they have 11-inch telescopes in them, and... Uh, we use them mostly for students. So the students come and do projects or observations for, for courses. Uh, but we also have a lot of public outreach. Uh, we have observing nights on the first and third Thursdays, uh, if the weather's good, of course. Yeah, you need a clear sky. You need a clear sky, yes. You know, this, this solar eclipse, this total solar eclipse, 
that's coming up is a rare event. And that's maybe even an understatement. Tell me about it. So that is an understatement. The last total solar eclipse that was visible in New Brunswick was in about 900 AD. So it's been more than a thousand years. So this is, this is a really, really exciting thing. Um, we are, uh, unfortunately here in Sackville, we're not quite in the path of totality. We're just outside. Uh, so we're going to get about a 99% total eclipse, which means it's still going to be amazing and really cool to see, but we're not going to have that period when the, the moon is completely in front of the sun. Uh, it blocks out enough of the sun's light that you can see the corona which is the hot gas sort of in the upper part of the atmosphere around the sun. And that won't be visible here, uh, but it's still going to be a really cool event to see. It's going to get dark. Of course, the sun's going to be blocked. Uh, and so we're going to have a lot of those effects and it's just going to be really fun. I'm, I'm very excited. Yeah. So will you be here at the observatory for that day? What, what will be happening? So we're going to have the observatory, weather permitting, of course. Uh, we're going to have the observatory open from about 3 or 3.30 until 6, which should cover most of the eclipse. Uh, and we'll have both our telescopes set up. We have solar filters that we can use so that you can actually look through the telescope and see the the sun. Uh, we're going to have eclipse glasses available uh, we're hoping to set up some of our portable telescopes to project the eclipse uh, so that you can look at it safely. Uh, and so there should be lots of different ways for people to to see the eclipse. It's really important that you don't look directly at the sun. Even when it's 99% covered, it can still damage your eyes. This is the thing, I guess. I mean, usually, like, I just looked out that window today and my <laughs> eyes were immediately averted, like I couldn't possibly look at the sun. But during during an eclipse you can sort of stand to look at it, but it still is not a good idea. It is still definitely not a good idea. Yeah. Um, because the light is blocked, it doesn't trigger that pain reflex in your eyes. And so you don't immediately look away, but it's still bright enough to damage them. Okay. You have to use your rational brain, not your instincts <laughs> yes. on solar eclipse days. Uh, absolutely. Rational brain. Okay. Now just run through exactly what's happening in this. This is a solar eclipse, not a lunar eclipse, but just tell me exactly how, the, how things line up and how this is happening. So this is a solar eclipse. So the moon is passing between us and the sun. And it's just a coincidence that the moon and the sun have about the same angular size on the sky. And so the moon completely blocks out the sun if you're in the right spot. So the moon is big enough to block out the sun, but the sun is so much bigger that it the moon only casts a small shadow on the earth. And so if you are in that shadow, you see a total eclipse. If you're in that really dark area, everybody else uh, in the outer parts of the shadow sees a partial eclipse, which is what we're going to get. And if you're not in the path of the shadow at all, you don't see an eclipse at all. Uh, and that's very different from a lunar eclipse because with a lunar eclipse, anybody who can see the moon can see the lunar eclipse. So the, the shadow sizes are very, very different. Oh, interesting. So lunar eclipse is a more sort of global event. It's shared by more people, but this is very, this is very regional. It's like, it's special for us and everyone else in the path of totality. Yes, yes. So we're getting... You know, people in uh, Eastern Canada are really excited. People in Ontario are really excited. I don't think the people in BC care at all because they're not going to be able to see even a partial eclipse. So, so I mean, what what do you think? I mean, this must be kind of a good learning experience for your students. I mean, are they like, you know, will you will this parlay into? Does it get the astronomy students excited at Mount A? 
I think so, yes. Uh, I know uh, the optics class is considering doing a field trip because uh, Fredericton will be in totality. Uh, I think Shediak is in totality. Uh, Miramichi is right in the center of the eclipse. So if you're in the Miramichi area, you get the maximum uh, period of totality. Um, so they're doing a field trip, but uh, most of the astronomy students, I think, are, are sticking around. Uh, I'm hoping to rope them into helping out here because I'm, I'm expecting big crowds for the, the eclipse. I'm, I'm hoping for big crowds at least. Well, we do know that the Anglophone East School District is dismissing students early in time for this eclipse. I guess they don't want to manage the don't look at the sun. They want to put that, you know, they want uh, more uh, parents uh, in charge of making sure that that doesn't happen. So, yeah, it seems like there could be a lot of people in Sackville on the loose that day looking for ways to safely view. Yes, and I I really want everyone to be able to safely view the eclipse. I don't want anybody to feel like they're locked inside because they can't they don't know how to watch it safely. Um, so absolutely, you know, do, do your research, find eclipse glasses, build a pinhole camera. It's really easy to find a way to watch the eclipse without damaging your eyes. There's lots of resources online, I'm guessing. Yeah. NASA has some good website or good resources. Uh, the Canadian Space Agency, I believe, has some resources as well. There's an organization called Discover the Universe that has some resources and people can come here as well. And people can come here. Yes, absolutely. We have a very high chance of there being clouds the day of the eclipse, right? I looked oh, at historical gosh. records and it's something like 80% of the time it's cloudy on that date here in Sackville. But you shouldn't despair because you'll still get some of the effects or we'll still get some of the effects. We'll be able to see that it's getting darker. Um, you know, we won't be able to see the sun, but we'll still have all of those other effects of it getting dark. The birds might start acting crazy and, uh, the last time there was a partial eclipse here at the observatory, we it was only about 50%. We had moths coming out at midday uh, because the, it was getting dark. So right. we'll still get that kind of kind of thing. Because no one gave the wildlife a memo that this is not actually evening. Yeah, yeah. They just think, oh, it's getting dark. It's time to do stuff. Okay, interesting. Right, yes, weather. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess there'll be... I'm sure the internet will be rife with reports about where cloud, where it's cloudy and where it's not and that sort of thing. Oh, absolutely. There'll be tons of information available on the internet. And if you can't see it here, there will always be live streams from places that are clear. Can I ask, are you going to be heading to the totality? I, the path of totality, as it's called? I have debated back and forth, uh, but I think, no, I'm going to stay here and, and run this event because it is, it is big a big deal here as well. It's still going to be super cool. Mm -hmm. um, you know, in your path to astronomy as your field, do you remember, like, were there exciting events that happened that got you inspired to, to continue studying this? Or where, where did your drive, you know, to understand what's out there come from? Um, it was almost an accident, really. I, uh, I started my university career. I wanted to be an archaeologist. And about halfway through my second year, I realized that I missed math a lot. And unusual. Uh, unusual. <laughs> and yes. And the, the face that you just made is kind of the face that most people made when I told them that I, I missed math. And everybody kept saying, well, the only people who like math are physicists and engineers. And so eventually I said, well, maybe I should go be a physicist then. Um, and so when I switched, one of the first courses I took was a, a first year introductory astronomy course, and I just loved it. And I've been hooked ever since. All right. And I guess maybe a few other people might get hooked 
in April. And so tell us, give us the details of when this is happening so people can mark their calendars. So it is a Monday, April 8th, uh, and it's in the late afternoon. So I think the eclipse starts around 3.30 and will be pretty much done by about 6 o'clock. So it's a really good time, you know, after work, after school. Any more cool eclipse facts? So there will be a last ever solar, a total solar eclipse in about 600 million years or so. Uh, because of tidal forces, the moon is actually moving away from the Earth at the rate of a couple centimeters a year. And so right now, like I said, we've got this coincidence that they're about the same size on the sky. But in another you know, 600 million years, the moon will have moved further away. And so it won't be big enough to block out the sun. We'll get partial eclipses and we'll get annular eclipses where you get a ring, but we will never again get a total eclipse. Wow. And that's in 600 million years? Yeah. So, you know, we've got a few eclipses to watch in the meantime. Okay. Sounds great. Thanks so much, Catherine. You're very welcome. That's Associate Professor of Astronomy at Mount Allison University, Catherine Lovkin, speaking to CHMA from the Gemini Observatory at the corner of York and Salem Streets in Sackville, New Brunswick. The observatory will be open, weather depending, on April 8th to assist people in safely viewing the total solar eclipse. The Anglophone East School District has informed parents that school kids will be excused early on April 8th in order to have the opportunity to safely view the eclipse with their families. Check chmafm.com later today for a web story with links to resources on how to safely view a solar eclipse. That's it for Tanchamar Report for Thursday, February 22nd. Get in touch with CHMA News anytime at news at chmafm.com. I'm Erica Butler. Thanks for listening. Usted está escuchando el CHMA 106.9 FM en Sackville, New Brunswick. Moving Forward's Tuesday cafes are back at Greater Dorchester Moving Forward at 8th Station Road. Starting on March 5th, everyone is welcome to drop in to Station 8 every Tuesday from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. for fresh smoothies, hot drinks and snacks and loads of fun. Hi, my name is Kaylin and you're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. And here's Brian Nielsen with your CHMA Sports Update. This is your CHMA Sports Update. Last night, five games in the NHL to tell you about the Buffalo Sabres beat the Montreal Canadiens in Montreal 3-2. Flyers beat Chicago in Chicago 3-1 at the United Center in a back-and-forth battle between Boston and Edmonton. The Bruins come out on top in overtime, a 6-5 final out in Rogers Place. Leafs double up the Coyotes, 6-3. Austin Matthews scores his 51st goal of the year in that one, the fastest 50 goals in the last 28 years. And the Columbus Blue Jackets with the 7-4 victory on the road in Anaheim against the Ducks. 
Looking forward to action, playoff action tomorrow. The women's volleyball team at here at Mount Allison travels to St. John to start their playoff run in the ACAA Women's Volleyball Playoffs. Tip-off there is at uh, 3.30 p.m. And St. John UMBSJ hosting the tournament. If you want to check it out, you uh, just put in the old Google UMBSJ and you can get there on time to watch that playoff game. And we'll tell you about all the results from this weekend's playoff rounds for your Mount Allison Mounties on Monday. That's your CHMA sports update for Thursday, February 22nd. And that was Brian Nielsen with your sports update. Don't forget to tune in weekdays 8, 9, 12, and 5 for Brian's sports update. And of course, listen to the morning show Mondays, 7.30, about 9. And there's also some sports commentary at 8.30. Thanks so much, Brian. This is Linda Michaud from Weldon Street, and you're listening to CHMA. Hi, this is Mark from the Cackling Goose Market. We are celebrating 17 years in downtown Sackville. The Cackling Goose is New Brunswick's only dedicated gluten-free bake shop and specialty food store. We are always focused on providing healthy, earth-friendly, fairly traded vegetarian products. We are located directly across from Convocation Hall at 38 York Street, serving delicious award-winning coffee and espresso. Always gluten-free, we also offer wellness supplements, healthy household products, essential oils, incense and aromatherapy, quality body care products, teas and coffees, and unique gift ideas. Hope to see you soon. Hi, I'm Shelley, and you're listening to CHMA. Why, thank you for that lovely introduction, Shelley. Happy Thursday, everyone. Happy Thursday morning, and welcome to the Late Morning Show here on CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick, broadcasting live to all of you beautiful CHMA listeners from the third floor of the Wallace McCain Student Center, otherwise known as the Mount Allison Student Center. So you just heard from Brian with your CHMA sports update. And before that was Erica with your CHMA Tantramar report. So thank you too very much for those informative minutes and your consistent contributions to keeping the community informed. Now, the time is currently... 9 18 a.m. on this beautiful Thursday morning and I have a local weather update for you all. So currently minus 12 degrees outside, mainly cloudy today with a high of plus two and a wind chill of minus 11 this morning. A few clouds this evening with a low of minus four. Tomorrow on Friday we're already almost through the work week. Cloudy with flurries beginning in the morning and then changing to rain or showers um, in the afternoon. High of plus two and a wind chill of minus three in the morning. Rain or snow lasting uh, throughout the evening as well with a low of plus two. And then on Saturday, a bit more of that rain or snow in the morning and a high of plus one, but then clearing up later in the evening and a low of minus 14. And then on Sunday, 
It's going to be sunny and clear with a high of minus 2 and a low of minus 9. And then looking forward to next week. On Monday, cloudy with a high of plus 2. And then just cloudy periods in the evening with a low of minus 6. And then looking at Tuesday, a mix of sun and cloud with a high of plus 6 and a low of plus 5. And that about does it. For your local weather update, it's not looking too bad. I think once we get through Saturday morning, uh, there's going to be much more time to go outside and uh, and enjoy the beautiful weather. In terms of enjoying things, let's look at some local announcements now, right before we get into some awesome Canadian music. There is, of course... The Sackville Film Society screening a film today, uh, as they do most, if not every Thursday. Uh, This week, they're playing the film Anselm. Uh, So, a little bit about the film. Anselm Kiefer is one of the greatest contemporary artists. His past and present diffuse the line between film and painting, thus giving a unique cinematic experience that dives deep into the artist's work and reveals his life's path. The Sackville Film Society screens every Thursday at 7.30 p.m. at the Amherst Theatre. Tickets are $10 at the door, but they also have six packs available and full memberships available at the box office and by e-transfer. You can also visit the SackvilleFilmSociety.com for the entire schedule uh, so you can see what sort of films are playing in the near future. But you can also tune in to CHMA every Wednesday morning at 8.15 a.m. to hear discussion from CHMA's very own Louisa and James. And they'll be talking about the films that are playing that week uh, in the Sackville Film Society in general. And it's always a lot of fun. In other news, you can come join CHMA for an introduction to telling stories on the radio. Stop by. The CHMA station on the third floor of the Wallace McCain Student Center on Saturday. That's this Saturday from 1 to 3 p.m. to learn vocal and recording techniques that can then help you to share any story effectively on CHMA, CHMA's airwaves uh, or through podcasting as well. No matter what you have to talk about at heart, we are all storytellers and we would love to help you share some of yours. How awesome is that? I'm super excited for it, and I hope you come on out once again. That's this Saturday on the third floor of the Wallace McCain Student Center from 1 to 3 p.m. And also, on Saturday, there's a few other amazing things going on in the community. There is the Winterfest Evening Snowshoe, where you can enjoy a brisk winter's evening uh, walk. Is it considered a walk? It is a snowshoe. Um at the Tantramar Outdoors Club Trails at the top of Walker Road. And that'll be this Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. And it is free, but come on out for a beautiful snowshoe trek under the stars. And then also on, perhaps not on Saturday, but this has been released. So the Sackville Art Fair is doing a call for artists. It is a free two-day event featuring some of the best paint and sculpture artists in southeastern Canada. Southeastern New Brunswick, sorry. Uh, that takes place on the main floor of the Tenchmar Veterans Memorial Civic Centre. 
And if you're an artist and you would like to take part, you can visit sackville.com for more information and to download the application form. The deadline to apply for this is April 1st, but why not get on it now? Why not get started and get that solidified? Right now, you can email j.wilson, W-I-L-S-O-N, at sackville.com if you have any questions, or you can contact them at 364-4958. That's 364-4958. And then I have one more, one more quick one for Saturday. There is a hazy shade of winter dance party. Let's melt the snow and ice with a hot dance party. All are welcome at the Sackville Legion. And I'm not sure exactly what time that is at, but I will find that out for you all uh, and let you know on the other side uh, of these next couple of songs. So without further, further ado, here is Canadian Ruth B. with her song, Superficial Love. I must admit But I need something deeper than this I wanna know when I'm looking at you That you don't only see the things you want to Cause I'm not perfect, I'm flawed And if you don't like that, get lost Cause I don't want it if it's fake I don't want it if it's just for show, for show I just want it if it's real And I'm thinking I should let you know you know the superficial love thing got me going crazy baby if you want me then you better need me cuz I'm so done not being your number one and if you want to keep me then you better treat me like a damn princess make that an empress cuz I'm so done not being your number one the superficial love First, I won't deny But I want more than just what meets the eye I wanna know when you're looking at me That you see deep into my personality Cause I want authentic, not just for fun If this love is plastic, it'll break on us Cause I don't want it if it's fake I don't want it if it's just for sure I just want it if it's real And I'm thinking I should let you Superficial love thing got me going crazy Baby, if you want me, then you better need me Cause I'm so done Not being your number one And if you wanna keep me, then you better treat me Like a damn princess, make that an empress Cause I'm so done Not being your number one The superficial love I can feel you on my lips all the time But I just wanna feel you in my heart and on my mind I can feel you on my lips all the time But I just wanna feel you in my heart and on my mind I can feel you on my lips all the time But I just wanna feel you in my heart and on my mind I can feel you on my lips all the time And this ain't the superficial love thing got me going crazy, baby If you want me, then you better need me Cause I'm so done Not being your number one 
And if you wanna keep me, then you better treat me like a damn princess. Make that an empress, 'cause I'm so done not being your number one. The superficial love, I can feel you on my lips all the time, but I just wanna feel you in my heart and on my mind. I can feel you on my lips all the time, and this ain't right. The superficial love. Too. 